All right. Last episode before the finale. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this episode. Uh, I hope you have some stuff written down because I can't oh, really shit. remember how the episode was organized. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did you only watch it once? Yeah, I, I watched. There was a part I watched a couple times, but yeah, the whole episode I watched once. In your, in your, um, <laughs> you're, you, you're lucky because I stepped in. I stepped up. Good. Good. You're good. You know, it's about time to, to make up for your sins. And, and I watched it literally. I just finished watching it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. Like, like the last hour. So, like, yeah. So I've got it pretty fresh in my head. I can't remember the exact structure, like how it goes. Um, <laughs> but like, I remember how it starts and sort of like the general flow and like what the story uh, covers. Um, so, yeah. Sabog Talkies, thank you for joining us today. Um, my allergies are up, so my voice is sounding weird like this. So, I'm sorry in advance. But we're glad to have you. We're talking about the second to last episode of the season of Andor. We're I'm really excited. Yeah, I think Tim's excited. This is I'm really excited to talk about this episode. So uh, just stay tuned. It will, you know, do our do our little rundown. The usual. You guys know the drill. This is Star Wars Talk for the average fan. Right. So episode 11. Um, so let's talk about all the things we didn't like first. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know that'd if there really, is anything. That'd be really short. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a couple. I had a couple things, but then I watched it a second time. And during my second watch, I, it like a lot of those things, a couple, not a lot. There wasn't that many things, but they kind of dissipated. I, um, I actually do have one now that you said that. Really? Let's just was, start there then. I said that jokingly, yeah. but let's let's get into it. It's not, I mean that's nothing major because I mean it's it's forgivable because the show's so good, they've done so well. But mm. I was really disappointed with Marva's death. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because it was like I would which I mean I understand looking at it because like we need Andor to come back to uh Fennec. Yeah. Or Ferrix. Why do I keep saying Fennec? I don't um, know. Ferrix, but it's like I wish she would have kind of could have gone out. We could have we could have saw it. It's like mm. this this episode. She was just dead, and we don't know how she. It's like died of old age. I guess died in her sleep. But it's like yeah, because she was so like inspired by the rebellion. I wish we could have like some at least like a cooler, a cooler like kind of a way for her to go out and give her some more respect. And um, instead of just like dying in her sleep, it would have been sick. I mean, not I'm not expecting like something huge. Like oh yeah, she blew up the uh, the battalion or something. But like. I don't know. It was just cool. It would have been cool to see that she got that spirit of the rebellion again. And she was like, she died doing something like that. Or like maybe she mm-hmm. was aiding some rebels and she like, you know, slipped her fellow. And like, I don't know. So I don't know. I think that would have been really cool. Cause that episode was kind of disappointing. Cause I was like, Oh wow. She's, she's dead. I really liked Marvel's character and I wanted to see mm-hmm. more of her. And then, Oh, she's dead. I was like, okay. All right. Well, moving on, I guess. Yeah. I felt, I felt a little bit like a little bit of like, it was just incomplete. Like, yeah, it definitely gets a good word yeah. for it. Yeah, the arc of her character and like the way that this her her character yeah comes to a, uh, an end. Yeah, it felt a little bit incomplete to me. Um, that was one thing I had. Um, the other thing that I had that I felt like was not didn't make sense to me. Um, on the first watch was like, 
I felt like the conversation between Luthen and uh, Saw Gerrera in this episode, like to me, it like didn't logically make sense, like why they were even having that conversation. Like it didn't make sense to me that Luthen um, like would go to Saw and like tell Saw about like his plan to basically like hang Anto Krieger out to dry. Okay. And I was like, why would he go and just like tell Saw Gerrera that? And then like, tell saw like oh it's your choice like you choose what what we should do now that you know as well and like it didn't really make sense to me and then on the second watch i realized that the reason why he's there is because saw guerrera summoned him and because saw like saw really wants wanted like changed his mind and like really wanted to go and like um join anto krieger on the raid and so then it made sense i was like oh so that's the reason why that's the reason why he's there and Luthen is, I mean, he, I think it was a strategic choice. Maybe it was a strategic bad choice to like, kind of like show his hand as much as he did in terms of like, what, like what, um, what he was up to, you know, that he has an informer in the ISB and that he doesn't want to lose that informer. He's willing, yeah. he's willing to basically sacrifice this other guy. Um, and so that, I mean, it ended up being like, it's a good scene. Like, I mean, Forrest Whitaker's awesome. Skarsgård is awesome. Like really, really good scene. But um, at first I was just thinking it was kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, and then the only other things I'll say, um, I, I feel, I still feel like a little bit on edge about like how everything is coming together. Like almost like I, I, I feel like, I just like, I feel like surprised that like, we're already at like the last episode of the season with like where everything is at okay. story-wise. Like, I feel like it's, there's a lot of like culmination to happen um, in one episode. And I, and I feel like it's, it's not hard to predict like exactly where it's going to go. I feel like there's probably, there's some things that kind of make sense, but I don't, I mean, I, this is just like, this isn't even like a bad thing. It's just like, I'm a little bit, I have a little bit of nervousness about how it's all going to come together. And I said this last episode too, that, you are know, you saying, are, you, are you saying like, it's all like kind of convenient that everything's happening or a, a little like, bit of that. And I, I just feel like some of the arcs, like they have been like really slow burning. And I feel like, I almost feel like they're still slow burning. And I feel like when you're leading up to a finale, like I feel like the, the slow burn should like turn over into like a, a faster burn. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. So to me that, that pacing feels kind of weird in terms of the storyline. Like it's, it doesn't feel like it's really like ramping up um, maybe quite as much as I would have expected. Not to say that they can't like make up for that in the finale episode and like kind of bring things together. Um, but I, it makes me a little bit nervous. I feel a little bit shaky at the moment about that part of it. I also like not as much as I feel excited but there's a little bit of that uh, feeling in me. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then the only other thing I'll say, and I know, I know a lot of people have been saying this is it is, it feels really significant how few aliens are in this show. Yeah. And that is, and it's like carried over through the whole thing. And some people have made like the observation that like the reason that that is, is because this is like the only star Wars we've ever really had that doesn't spend a ton of time um, on the outer rim, which is okay. kind of interesting. Like, and so like, I don't know what that is. I guess that's just supposed to mean that like, you know, there's just not, there's just like a higher concentration of humans. Obviously the, the empire is only humans. Um, 
I, it makes sense to me that like the prison would have been only humans. Like maybe they like make that choice in order to like, so they know how powerful the floors are. Cause like maybe some alien species like won't be affected as much, or maybe they'll die too easily. And so it makes sense. Like, Oh, let's only put one race like in this, uh, that particular like facility. Yeah. Um, but like t- when I see like Ferrix and I see some of the other places, it's like, and then you like go like look at like other um, Star Wars productions, the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, um, so even some of the other movies. Um, there's just like so many aliens, and like that I, to me, that's an important part of the Star Wars setting. And so that's been one thing. That's like that's like the one knock I give to like the entirety of the show. All right. Yeah. No. Definitely. There definitely is more aliens for sure. We got those two this episode. Um, yeah, they were funny. That ship. That were they were funny. <laughs> No, it I reminded me this... of the, the. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, you can you can go as off topic. I was just gonna say they reminded me of the trolls from uh, the Hobbit. Oh yeah, I can see that. Kind of like toying around with them and stuff. It's kind of funny. But... <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah. I was thinking about the Wookies because I know we like they um insla- like the, we know the Empire enslaved the Wookies and they kind of mm-hmm. showed like a little bit of that in Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was like wonder. I was like, why don't like why don't they show all the other people that they're enslaving or. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of it would be kind of outside of this storyline, but I don't know. I think it'd be cool, or like, yeah, maybe there's a different purpose. Obviously, like Wookies are stronger and stuff, and so it's like they could do more like physical labor, more heavy lifting. So I was like, I feel like that would be better use of than just like humans doing the well. We mm-hmm. I guess we think we're building the Death Star, so I don't know. I guess that's kind of dumb, but I was just thinking that that's came to my head the other day. Like, Ooh, I was is that your thought? More the enslaved. Is that your thought that that was the that they're building parts for the Death Star? And oh, that for thing? sure, for oh, sure. I, I mean, what else? I didn't, could it be? I didn't even think. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> well, I mean, the Empire has a lot of ships and a lot of they use a lot of materials, but I I didn't think Death Star. That's that's actually really cool. I don't know because they're not releasing anyone. It's like because obviously, if mm. you release someone, you could you could talk about what you're building. Um, mm. And so, if they're just recycling these people and keeping them inside and in secret. It's like no one would ever know what they're actually building inside of those prisons. Wow. Dude, why didn't we talk about this in the episode about that? That's actually like, <laughs> I, know. I never, I never, that never even clicked for me. <laughs> and they're like building a lot of the same pieces. So it just makes me think like, mm-hmm. it's just like some, something in the Death Star, like structurally, they just need yeah. a ton of these little star things. And so it was like, mm-hmm. I want to, I, that, that's what came to my mind. Damn. No, that makes a lot of sense, actually. That, <laughs> I should have, I should have, uh, I should have made that connection. Very, 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 very astute observation. Um. So for today's, they're... wait, go ahead. What? Go. I was say I heard someone say they they think they're X wing wings, but I was like, I've never seen that 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 shape on an X wing or like any of the the fighter the Tie fighters or not X wing. Sorry, Tie fighters. Oh, any the of the fighters. Tie fighters or anything. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. So I that, I kind of threw that out. I was about to say X wings, like I don't think yeah, the sorry. Empire does X wings. <laughs> um, wow, interesting. Um, for today's episode, what what are we wanting to what what what's bubbling up for us? Like what what are the what are the things to talk about? Uh, we open the opening of the episode is um, that scene with those two aliens while they're still on the the prison planet. Yeah, um, and they're hanging out on the cliff, and they kind of like try to steal the quad jumper and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's not, a, I don't feel like I have a ton to say about it. it to me, it was just like, you know, it's, just, it, it's a, a scene that kind of just shows the story, like as it happens, I guess. Yeah. 
I think it just also shows like the you kind of like the obviously they're from that planet or they're maybe from close by those aliens. And so like oh, yeah. thing, things are different because of the Empire and it's like they also have a hate for the Empire. Mm -hmm. um, they're just like annoyed at the Empire for like ruining their swamp or their water or whatever that planet. So yeah, yeah. just kind of go just gives a little more depth of the Empire is actually doing really everything or they're doing stuff that they're doing nothing of what they said they would do. So it's like they literally mm -hmm. are ruining basically everything that they touch. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then I think, yeah, so that's, I mean, fine scene, good scene, um, reminded me of the Hobbit and also, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun to see how they are able to escape. Um, I do wonder, I mean, this is comes back to like later, like at the end of the episode, you know, they're talking about like, do you think anyone else like got off the planet alive? Yeah. And that's an interesting thought. Like all those guys jumping out into the water and stuff. And it's like, how many of these guys do you think actually even? Lived? I know, it's really, I know. Do you think, uh, what about, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking, man. Andy Serkis' character. Oh, Kino, Kino Loy. Kino, how do you, how, how do you feel about Kino? How do I feel? Like, do I think he's dead? Yeah. Do you think he's dead or did he escape? I think honestly, this is what I think. I think they might bring him back in next season as like a prisoner or something that like they torture Ooh. him to like get information or something okay. like that. So I think he might've been captured by the empire again. Um, I don't know. I don't think, I, I actually don't think it's the last we're going to see of Andy Serkis as that character. Interesting. Maybe, I mean, oh, yeah, he, wait, he or, he, so well, or so. he could, he could become Snoke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Stokes' origin story. Gosh, that would be annoying. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, that's like I feel like that could happen. I, I feel like it's either that. I don't know. It's hard to say exactly what they're going to do with the character. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. That's just one thought I have. I guess. What do you think? Yeah, the the kind of like the poetry in me thinks he's dead, and like that was like mm. such a amazing you know character arc for him and he literally mm -hmm. led all these people out and like came to die at his own hand other than dying by the empire is just like so like beautiful i think mm -hmm. um the optimist in me i'm gonna be like yeah i would love for him to escape um but i i feel like that's very unlikely um mm -hmm. but returning as a prisoner though i do like the idea that's really really good uh i could i would i, I could definitely see that though. Yeah, yeah i could definitely see that because disney they feed off of you know fan fan service so it's like he was definitely a fan favorite everyone loved his character everyone's talking you know not solid about him so i could see that bringing him back to liven up the show more a little bit so that'd be that'd be interesting yeah it'd be cool we'd love to i i, I would be fine with it i'd be fine seeing it. It, would, it would make sense uh for the story um i think from there we go back to ferrix and like we start to learn about the that marva's dead um we've got the you know, we've got some scenes with the little droid B that I think were like cute and like fun scene or not, not cute and fun, but like they're cute. <laughs> like they're like cute and tender. Like they're, they're yeah. like scenes that like really like kind of generate some emotion, Um, yeah. which like, it can't make me think like this has actually been, a, this is, I, I, I feel like the, um, the weight of like this season, like it's, it's been a long season, you know, like yeah. to think about like the scenes with that, that droid character, from the first episode i mean we've covered a lot of ground and so that was one thing that came to mind for me um yeah um did have we ever seen like a a vocal <coughs> sorry have we ever seen like a vocal 
uh, droid that is this emotional. It's if that makes sense because I feel like we've seen like emotion from like R two, or we can like infer some emotion from R two or like BB eight. C three PO is you know pretty like they don't have emotion. Oh, what but about was... what about his uh, what about when he got his memory wiped? My last look at my friends. Oh gosh, give me a break, dude. <laughs> um, but like, they, I feel like it was kind of like chilling. It was kind of like really sad. Of like, I really oh, yeah. feel sorry for him. Oh yeah, you know, because he was like, I want to be with Marva, or and I was like, dude, this is like actually really sad. I'm like, it is. It's it's, it's weird to think like these droids have such can can have these like human emotions. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I thought that was a really good touch, honestly. Yeah, it was cool. Um, the only ones that come to mind, I do think that the K2SO with with Cassian, mm. there was a bit of that True. connection. Um, I also thought in Solo, that droid, I can't remember that droid's name, seemed to have a connection oh, with Lando. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, his wife or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. Strange. But um, I thought there was a little bit of that there. But but no, this was definitely the most I've ever seen. And it made me it made me think of like when like uh like I don't know if you've ever like had a, this happens like a grandparent or something, but like when like someone passes away and they like leave their pet. Yeah. Um, totally. Like that is like one of the most heartbreaking things that's happened. Like that happened to me uh, last year when my, when my grandma passed, like she had a dog. It was like super sad. That's what it reminded me of. It was like, so yeah, oh, it was man, definitely yeah. A, a good emotional um, scenes there. Um, and like, we get to develop that, that bigger, that big guy character a little bit who I, yeah. I just consistently forgetting his name. <laughs> Um, and then obviously we got some more revelation on like what's going on. It's, it's interesting because, um, I mean, I'm just going to say this, like about the whole episode, like, I, I think it's pretty obvious, like everything is pointing towards like a big culminating event on Ferrix, probably around the funeral. Like, yeah, that seems like, that seems very obvious, right? Like everybody yeah. is going there, like Vel's going there, um, I don't know if I don't know if Luthen will. That seems like a question mark, but Vel's going there. Sinta's already there. The Empire. So Sinta and that Imperial guy, they're like in the same little coffee shop or whatever. Yeah, and they're I both know. like watching, you know, just observing that house. Everyone's everyone's looking for Cassie and Andor. Um and then it seems like Cyril Karn is gonna go there uh-huh. now. Yeah. Um, because he had his one scene uh today or in not to, i mean i watched it today but <laughs> in this episode um so he's gonna he's gonna show up and it, it implies that he like stole some jewelry he's probably gonna buy himself uh, uh, a ride out to ferrix um and so and then i think that what's her name is gonna end up out, out there too probably the uh well she wasn't in this episode very much um deidre uh, deidre deidre yeah I mean, she kind of made the call and told them, like, let them have a funeral, let them let yeah, them have yeah, a yeah. permit to shut down the street. Um, she wants to like she wants them to attract that attention. <laughs> and so to me, I'm seeing like the storyline is culminating there. And then there's also this little side thing with the spell house and like Anto Krieger thing, which they've been spending enough time on it. It seems important, but I'm just not yeah. I'm I'm not sure how it's all gonna fit together. And I don't know where Luthen's gonna end up in this last episode. Yeah. I know it's there's so much, and I know we get to like even Bix too. Like we saw, I I've literally forgot about Bix. Like she was gone for like <laughs> two episodes, and it's like there's seriously there. Like you're right, there's so much going on. We honestly have no idea what's going to happen, but yeah, definitely something can happen at Ferrix. Andor has to go. Um, yeah, he and will. Then, and yeah, the whole thing with the 
with the uh, Anto Krieger. I know it's interesting, yeah, because they keep talking about Anto Krieger. So I, he's got to escape, right? He's got to like or put up a fight. Like something. There's no way they can just bring this big name. They yeah. really keep putting a whole bunch of emphasis on him, and then he just gets killed or captured or whatever. Yeah, I, so I don't I, know. I'm I'm confused. I am too. Like I'm not sure what they're going to do with it because what would make a lot of sense to me is like the one detail I picked up on was that it seems that the Empire thinks that Anto, Anto Krieger might be the playing the role that Luthen's actually playing. Yeah, uh-huh. and so they might like that might be like a point in like the bigger storyline where like Luthen can continue to unite and like pull together a rebel alliance because once the empire kills Anto Krieger, they think that they've like killed him. And so he kind of will have a little bit more freedom. That was like one thought I kind of had, but like, but you're right. It's like, they put so much emphasis on the name and everything. Like you feel like you're that this character is probably going to do something significant. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm like really, I'm really unsure about how it's all going to go. Yeah. I'm I'm actually, I think one of the things I'm most excited about just in terms of storyline is like what Cyril Karn is going to do because yeah, I, he, he's ready. He's like, he's ready to just like, he, the, he doesn't like the empire. I, well, he likes the empire, but like he's been rejected by them. Super rejected by Deidre who he has like a weird like creepy obsession with <laughs> yeah. and he's also creepily obsessed with cassie and andor so like this is he's the wild card i feel like that could just yeah. step in and do something really um like neurotic that could like make the whole thing get really interesting yeah i have i have like a theory on him for like my idiots ray i oh, i feel yeah. like i feel like he could turn to the a rebellion to be a rebel really I, I know i don't i think it's kind of a long shot but i just feel like like this obviously this character of never being good enough his mom was always pestering him never being good enough for the empire all this stuff but it's like he would be good enough for the rebellion right the rebels mm-hmm. want anyone they could have and like he wouldn't have to prove himself to anyone so i was like i i have this theory of like him somehow escaping on Andor's ship like i don't know maybe he's a stowaway or they they have no choice but to capture him and take him prisoner and he kind of sees like the rebellion happening hmm. he got kind of get kind of like something tugs at his heart heartstrings or something but that's my theory is he he escapes with andor somehow him and or my theory is him and andor are somehow on the same ship escaping together um either as like a prisoner or a stowaway and he kind of like somehow it turns him to the rebellion i feel like he could be a good rebel so and that'd be like the perfect stick it to the man of like this empire turned me away and here i am like literally the poster boy of the empire. Like he wants to be, wants to serve the empire so bad and make them so happy mm-hmm. and do everything he's supposed to do. But then he turns to the rebellion. So I would love that. I would think that'd be really cool. Maybe he needs to read a uh, Nemec's uh, manifesto. Oh, true. I know. We're, I'm still waiting for that. Where? When is that going to come into play? We got one word of it. You know, um, when Andor like opens, he opens it up. Like when he's in the hotel uh-huh. room. And like, I think it just like, it says like tyranny is, and then like he closes it again because he doesn't want to wake the people up. But um, I mean, that was a tease to me of like, yeah, like just reminding all the audience, like, yeah, remember this thing is still here. And like this character that everybody was freaking out about before they were freaking out about Kino Loy, like Nemec was there episodes before. Like it just shows like how much ground we've covered in this show. And also, yeah, like that, 
yeah, they're, I think they're teasing the significance of that. I kind of like, this is not much of an idiot's array, but I, I feel like one of the last shots of the entire season is going to just indicate that like Cassie and Andor is like taking the time to listen and read the manifesto. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's going to be one of our, that's like, I feel like that's going to be the cliffhanger for season two. That's my, that's my guess. Um, yeah. That's a good one. Which is kind of like a broad general guess, but I do, I think that's how they're going to kind of cap everything off. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, okay, okay. So we got to talk about one of the, to me, like one of the more powerful scenes of this episode. And that was our one scene with the powerhouse <laughs> the, like the absolute powerhouse performance to me which was mon mothma in in this episode i felt like yeah she dude her character is so good she seriously is incredible like i'm <sighs> i'm so excited that she's in this series and we get to look at better look at moth and it's like because i literally i had these thoughts all the time watching the originals and watching you know star wars and rogue one like why is Mon Mothma the one they look to? Like, why is she mm-hmm. in charge? You know, but it's yeah. like this, this is showing why. And it's like, she's yeah. such a good character. She's yep. strong. She's risking everything for the rebellion. So yeah. What? Yeah. Tell me what your thoughts on that are on that. Well, I mean, my first thoughts was, and I just watched it. So like, it was, I think watching over the whole episode, um, this was a beautiful episode, like just a lot of like tender and like gentle, yeah, um, but powerful moments. Like, you know, with the little droid, um, Amon Mothma's scene was to me like to me was the standout scene of the episode also like the final scene with Cassian overlooking the ocean again yeah. and him not telling Melshi the news and just kind of like keeping it close to the chest and like that whole great well it's just such a well-crafted scene and just like really powerful but um the so that's an overall thing about the episode but the Mon Mothma scene like my thoughts um I, I thought I thought it was a really heartbreaking scene um, her acting was so was so on the nose to me. Like it was just, it was just, I feel like she could not have like just performed it better. Just I felt so strongly for her character because she was able to display this mix of uh how do I say it? Like she is so disapproving of what's going on. She's scared because she knows that if if anyone gets a whiff of what she's doing she will be killed yeah she's also um she also is feeling like this intense shame and guilt and she's going against her character like she does not believe in what she's doing with her daughter and like how that's going down and like it indicates it implied to me that she was doing it like she yeah. was going to take the proposal from the uh the rich guy and so like her like I just, it was just a heartbreaking scene. Like, I think the switch in the scene is like, you know, Vel is talking to her about, you know, how much them two, and like, you get the sense that they're two, like, kind of like progressive women in, yeah. in Chandralin society. And so they're, she's, you know, they're kind of bantering or talking about, you know, how, these old traditions and how problematic they are. Like, you know, I hope you're not taking, and then like Vel says, like, I hope you're not taking any proposals. And like the next line from Mon Mothma is, I'm in so much trouble and like her tone shifts <laughs> yeah. her eyes. Like you see it in her eyes and, but she maintains this elegance at all times because that's, that's also part of her character is that she's like, she always has to have this face on. Um, and this is the first time I feel like we kind of get like even deeper into the character of like, what does she look like 
without that face on because then and then the scene the scene shifts they're on the couch and they're talking um and you get you know we get these like really cool shots of like the city skyline and and she's just it's like she's crying but she's not quite crying because you can tell that she's almost like beyond like she seems like her emotions she's so overcome with like the con the 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 conflict of what she's doing they're like she's almost beyond crying and like yeah oh man it's just such a good scene and like i'm really like i feel strongly for her like the at her the character um which i feel like is just a, such an indication of just a well-crafted story so i was really 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 needless to say really impressed with with just how that how all that was depicted yeah everything this show is so layered like just every episode, you're peeling back a layer, you're seeing deeper into these all these different characters. And like this is like masterful writing, masterful show. Like I completely pleased with it and I completely agree. That's like her character is so deep and she has so much weight on her shoulders and mm-hmm. it's so visible. And also too, like in that whole scene you're talking about when she's talking to Val, in the background, you can hear this the yeah, chanting, chanting of these girls, <laughs> of these this chandrily like kind of religion or religious, you know, thing or religious text. And it's like and like the opening scene, the bell like says, you know, in passing, like, why is your daughter doing this? I thought this was like kind of old school. And then, you know, mom's like, oh, this is actually, it's actually more prevalent here than back at home. And there's more pressure yeah. to do it here. It's like, that is like, that's cool. Like that's some, just some insight to like what they have to go through in the society and on Coruscant yeah. and um, to try and fit in, literally to try and fit in, you have to kind of like join this religion and, or whatever it is. I don't know if it's religion, but. Um, and so it's just it's just so cool and you and i always wonder why her daughter did her hair like that and it seems like that's like they're that's part of that religious or whatever this this group is they all have that same hairstyle and i was like oh that all makes sense now because like they are all part of this whatever this thing is and so it's like that is yeah such a beautiful scene those those like those haunting chants in the background i was like this is i know like it was it was borderline triggering you know like keep sweet <laughs> keep sweet and obey Gosh, <laughs> yeah um but no yeah i mean it was just and like i think the other complicating factor is you get this very subtle storyline throughout the whole season of like there's just like your typical like teenage tension like between parents and and daughter yeah uh-huh like you know she just like they they can't get through to her like you know there's like just just like the typical teenage tension there and and but then like mon you know she notes that like this is what the daughter wants like it's like what she seems yeah. to really love and like and it, there's this conflict because like mon mothma you can tell that she herself from multiple scenes like really detests these like old traditions or this old yeah. sort of religious, like um, outdated way of living. And so there's that, there's that conflict. And then on top of that, she knows that she's using her daughter in order to save the rebellion and save herself. <laughs> and so it's like, wow, this is just, oh, and like, I just, and the actress and just like the whole performance, it just, it just captured it so well. I was yeah, it's really standout, standout scene for me, I think. Yeah. I agree. That's awesome. And I'm not sure how it's going to go. Like, I'm curious yeah. to see like when she gets kicked from the set. Like at some point, sure. she's, uh-huh. at some point it's all going to fall apart and she's going to end up out on, you know, Yavin four, um, you know, doing her thing. And so, um, and like with the rebellion. And so, yeah, I'm really curious to see. I'm also really curious to see if she's going to cross paths with any of the other characters. Like she, like, will she ever meet Cassian like face to face? Will she ever sure. meet 
um, some of the some of these other characters. I'm I'm curious about that as well. So I know. I went, I thought Bale for sure was gonna be in a season, but I guess not. I did too. I know. It's I I hope that he still shows up in season two or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, and it wouldn't just be like a meaningless cameo. Like he's yeah. He's a good, He's a good character that makes a lot of sense to play a role yeah. in this. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Anything else to say about Mon Mothma or any anything else about that storyline? Um, yeah, not for, for me. Okay, I don't think I do either. I think I don't think that I think whatever happens with her in in sort of in the finale is not going to relate as directly to what happens on Ferrix. Um, so that'll yeah. be I'm, I'm what I'm seeing overall with this season is like pretty much all the characters are going to culminate on Ferrix other than maybe Luthen and Mon Mothma. Definitely. I don't think will. And so there's a couple little loose ends out there that uh, will be in- interesting to see how they kind of yeah. how that leads into season two. Um, so I think like the only other scenes. um I talked a little bit about the Saw Gerrera scene. I don't, do you have any other comments on that? No, not really. Okay. And then I think the only other one, there's obviously the Bix getting tortured or getting tortured again, seeing her getting questioned again. Um, and that's more Anto Krieger stuff. That's where they say they think Anto Krieger is Luthen. Um, and the only other scene really is um, the, that end scene where, where um, Cassian finds out that Marva's dead. And, you know, um, he splits ways with Melshi. Um, yeah. And that's really, that's really where we concluded. Let, let, let me talk about my, one of my favorite parts in this, like literally the whole series. Yeah. <clears throat> um, when they're talking about Marva's death and they literally like this planet and this culture just says like, talks about like the funeral ceremony and how they, they basically grind her up into mm-hmm. um, like dust and then they build like a brick and they use mm-hmm. her to build, like they add it to a wall mm-hmm. or whatever. So she's like always with the people or whatever. And I was like, and it was like something so short. It was like, like maybe like 30 seconds long, like maybe like one sentence. But I was like, that is such a cool like insight to this culture that they did not have to do in this series. Like it doesn't obviously progress the story at all or like do anything for the storyline. But it's just like a really cool detail mm-hmm. that just shows how much care they do. They care about the show and they care about Star Wars and they care about the series. Like that's that is like this whole this whole city, this whole culture like does that. When they die, they you know they're they're dead or ground up and made into brick, and they use it to build more of the city. And I was like, that is sick. That is so mm-hmm. cool. Like so, like this, this showing that the city is so united and these people are united. And I was like, that is such a cool, nice touch. That I really, really liked. Yeah, and and you're absolutely right. Like I feel like this whole series, like it is full of those kinds of details. You know, yeah. like. We got some fun little details about the Aldani people. We got details, these details about Ferrix. Um, we have gotten like details about um, like kind of the in, inner workings of like the ISB and like, yeah. you know, something, some stuff about Coruscant. And like, there's just, it's just like, it's just full of like, yeah, let's add in the details to build the world. Um, so I really appreciate uh, yeah, you making that point because it, it does, it does add so much to the, to the show. Yeah. Um, do you remember what I texted you the other day after I had watched it, Lydia, on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I just said, like this show, I'm gonna cry, dude. I got <laughs> so, I got so emotional <laughs> at the action scene of Luthen escaping. Do you remember that? You just watched it, Doug. How how could you forget that? Wait, Luthen escaping. 
Yeah, remember he, the that Empire ship has him in the tractor beam, and he escapes. Oh, dude, I forgot about that scene. Yes. I know what the hell, dude. I'm sorry. That was a sick scene. That dude, was a great got, scene. I know. I was so emotional because I was like, "This is what we literally could have had in all these <laughs> other all these other shows." Like this literally made Luthen maybe one of my favorite characters of all time, and all my like, he's literally up there now with like my favorite characters. Like he is such a cool and unique character. Yeah, he's great. So so deep, especially coming off this last episode, episode before when he was like saying all these things he sacrificed. He's like, I, and he's like, I'm quick to you know, I'm I'm too quick to fight. I'm 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 in this rebellion. I'm doing everything I can. And I was like, dude, this this character is deep. And then all of a sudden, he pulls this stunt off. He pulls yeah. this stunt off without breaking a sweat. He yeah. is so freaking cool. And I was like, this yeah. is incredible. I thought that whole scene was just completely like so epic and so mm-hmm. perfect. And didn't it seem cheesy? It didn't seem stupid. Like, oh, that's really far fetched. Like, man, that was insane. I loved the look on that, on that, uh, like the captain's face when he escaped into hyperspace. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, he was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, this is awesome. I was I have watched that scene like three or four times because I was like, this is so cool. What a cool scene. No, no, yeah. It was it was a sick scene. I I, I can't believe I overlooked that. <laughs> I know. Um, no, yeah, no, that was an excellent scene. I loved how it felt really natural, like the timing of everything. Like you yeah. knew why he was waiting, you knew he was like calibrating his or he's firing up his weapons, keeping his engines going you know, getting his coordinates, um, buying himself time. And like the way all of it went down, it was just, yeah, it was a great, it was a really good scene, like suspenseful. Um, and yeah, but also, yeah, like shows the character, like he, it's just, I love how his character, it just, he feels so right to be the person that like pulls together the rebel Alliance. Like yeah, the way yeah. he, his attention to detail, the way that he's so like ruthless, but he also like is not reckless. Like he, um, you know, he has attention to all these details to like have everything dialed so that he can, he can make this rebellion happen. And part of that is like the way that he was able to escape, like he had everything dialed. He knew exactly what to do and how, and the way to do it so that he could escape in the most clean way possible. Yeah. That was awesome. Such a badass scene, dude. I love that. It was so good. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. Um, Yeah. No, he's a he's a great character. I feel like I feel like I want to do a character ranking or something. Should we do a character ranking Dude, at the end of the season? This would be tough. Yes, it would be so tough. It would be so tough because there's been some great great characters. Oh, dude, we got to do it now. After after I just said the idea, yeah. we got to do like a we got to do like a tier tier like people do like the tier list of like yeah. the best characters. What if we also did a draft? Because I know we kind of character about draft. That <laughs> yeah. A character draft. Yeah. Oh, that might be fun. Yeah, do just uh, drafting the different characters. Yeah, we'll yeah, do like that... our top five or something, or we'll do ten characters total, five each, and we'll do a draft to kind of put together like this this rebel team or something. I don't know, or just or just who has the best who has the best. Yeah, 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 on their team. That would be really fun. We we should do it. We should totally do it because that's kind of that's that's kind of in right now. So who would be? So, who would I, be... See, I see a lot of those videos. I'm, don't answer this, but like I'm even like already just like who would be the first pick? In the I know. Draft? I'm like, tough. Who would it's be tough, man. First I don't know. Pick? Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. We got to do it now. Now we've said it on the podcast. Like now the uh, now the people are going to be expecting it. So <laughs> we got to do it now. Do. 
That'd be super fun. Um, wow. Yeah. Love it. Um, anything else about this episode? Um, I want to hear, let's, I w- would love to hash out like a little bit more. This is me. I don't know if you have anything else, but I, I, I'm curious if there's any other predictions. Like, do we have any other predictions for the, I mean, it's the, this is the finale we're talking about. I know. So I feel um, like there's gotta be something said. I kind of have another, another idea. Okay. This may be more of a spice stream, but mm. beginning of the season, you had said Vel and Luthen could be related. Mm-hmm. Like if you said like a father daughter, maybe, but if, but now we know obviously Vel is related to Mon. Mm-hmm. So what if Mon and Luthen are actually related? That would be interesting because if, if like you know, she's that she is like that. Fa- if Luther actually is like Vel's father, we're we're kind of just shooting down the air, but just because of how they're how they interact mm-hmm. with each other, mm-hmm. it, and so it's like I could see I could literally could see that happening. Why like how Luther and Mon know each other so well, mm-hmm. um, and why he's always like undercover on mm-hmm. Coruscant because maybe he doesn't want to be recognized as like being related to her or like from Chandrilli or wherever that planet is, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Maybe he, like who is who is this real identity? Like, well, I've, we always ask that question. We always talk about it. Who is really Luthen? And so, yeah. I mean, I think it could be cool if they were like, you know, maybe, maybe not brother and sister. I think that'd be sick, but like kind of be really kind of too convenient. Mm-hmm. But like maybe like an uncle or something, or maybe another cousin. I don't know. I feel like there could be some relation there. Why? How come? How? Like how do these two these two people meet, meet each other? Basically, mm-hmm. from, how they get connected? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and. You know, it it's such a good question too. Like he's the one that we don't he's the one that we don't know about yet. You know, like Literally a lot of the character Yeah, Literally a lot nothing. of the character a lot of the characters will say something about like why they're in the fight. Um but we don't know we don't know about him yet, you know? Um and there's also the vow thing that I feel like I'm still like stuck on. Like yeah. what is the vow? Like what is like what is this group? It's like secret society of people that are like committed to the rebellion. And the other one that's in the mix, who's a significant character, is the shopkeeper, the the girl who, or the woman who, like, is the shopkeeper with him. Um, oh, yeah on, Cor- yeah. on Coruscant, like, she plays a really significant role in this. She does. And it, I don't even know what her name. Yeah, I know. But, um, but, like, I'm also curious about, I just, I mean, there's just so much curiosity about, like, what is, like, what, like, who are these people? Yes. Um, it's cool. It's, it's a good, like, that it's a mystery that keeps you like really intrigued and like wanting to know mm-hmm. more. It's, and they give you like these tiny, tiny hints for Luthen. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll has like interesting dialogue, but nothing enough substantial where you're like, Oh yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense. But it's like yeah. literally nothing. We don't know anything about him. Like if you really break it down, we know mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, no, we really don't. And I, I think that that's like kind of how it is with the people who work with him. Like they don't really know anything about him either because yeah. that's how he keeps it. And so, I would love to get, maybe we'll get another prequel of this show. <laughs> a spinoff show. This. <laughs> a spinoff of a spinoff of a spinoff. Um, uh, I, but no, it's, it's, it's an interesting question for sure. And I, I would love to dive in, like get like a little bit more of Luthen's character before this all comes to an end. I mean, I, I, I hope that we get something in season two. Um, like, why is he so, like he talked about his big sacrifice, you know, that yeah, he's sacrificing uh-huh. he, literally his entire like life, you know, his, he just can't be like a, he can't be like a fulfilled human. Like he just knows that he's given up everything for, um, 
the shot at there being a rebellion, maybe, you know? Yeah. But it's like, why, why is he so determined to do that? Like, what is it that has happened to him or what is his belief? Like, why does he, why is he so dedicated to it? Yeah. Um, that's something that I want to know or it's understand so a little bit more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe he, maybe he's a character from the prequels that we don't even know about. <laughs> like one of like the side characters or something. <laughs> Oh man, he's he. It's good stuff, though. I mean, I'm wondering if Saw Gerrera is going to get involved. Um, I know, in the I know. That's, finale. I know that's also loose canon too, because I was saying also thinking too when they showed that picture of Anto Krieger to Bix. Yeah, like they didn't show what she said, so I'm like, did she say that was him? I know to, to kind of keep Luthen safe, or did she? Did she actually give up Luthen? So I'm like, you never know. It's like such they give they do such good kind of like mystery in this show and like can yeah. i keeps you so intrigued and just yeah. enough to keep you wanting to wanting to know more it's so good keeps you in the dark and we got what was it like i think they announced the runtime it was like 56 minutes so it's like yeah. an hour it's like a, a full hour long which the episodes have been pretty long so far but i know this, it's been it's like a substantial show like there's there's so much in it and so the, get a nice long finale i'm really um i'm just excited to see see what happens um let me ask you this um who who which characters are on the chopping block like which characters do you look at and like yeah you could die in the in the finale Dude, or, no. or which ones do you think will die it's tough it's tough to say i don't think i think <laughs> i think bakes is safe i think bakes has done enough suffering i don't think she would mm. die mm-hmm. um so i think she'll escape with andor because I was thinking, going to say, I think that she could die. Really? Yeah, I think that she could be, like, her dying could be, like, the thing that pushes him over the top. Oh, true. Like, gives him that final push to say, like, okay, like, I'm, I am going to take down the Empire now. I feel like for her character arc, it's like, it's just not, she hasn't done enough. And I would love to see her and mm. Andor kind of be more together. I yeah. feel like the, the guy, her, his friend can die. I feel like he's done enough. The big guy? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I could see, I because like obviously that he's not in the Empire's eyes right now, the spotlight. So I was like, I could easily see him doing something to again, like what he did last time. He, you yeah. know, he helped Andor escape. So I was like, he could be doing that again, and they they catch him, and they kill him on the spot or something. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, um, Cyril Karn, he's got to live. I so I, I really just think him. I don't think Luthen's Luthen's time isn't up yet. No, obviously Mon Mon can't die. So I don't I don't think there's really anyone else. Maybe. Maybe Sinta. I could see yeah. Sinta dying. I could see her dying as well. Um, do we know that Cyril Karn is in season two? Is that, is that like a definite? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either because I could see him dying unless I knew he was in season two. <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just saying like I, I do think that like the, char- the character's arc, like I think it would be it would be fine for him to die. Like he like does something. I don't know. To me, I I just keep going back to it. To me, he's like the school shooter, a character. And like, so I think that like that character dies. Like that's like a character that dies. Um, I also think Deidre, do you think Deidre could die? I feel like she's going to be the villain in the next season. I feel like she's yeah, such I a think good, so too. She's she's moved up so far, and then next season she'll be like promoted even further, and then yeah. she'll also have that more obsession. She'll, she'll be able to. I think they're definitely going to see each other. Like 
her yeah. and Andor, so she could actually have like a kind of like more of a face, like more personal connection to Andor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think definitely she's gonna be the the villain going after him next season for sure. What about Vel? You think Vel could die? I don't think so. I think okay. I feel like Cinta is enough of a side character and obviously like a love interest mm-hmm. that, but she's not obviously not like a leader like Vel is. So Vel is like would be more of like a leader. She could like work alone. I don't think Cinta could necessarily like work alone and lead a show as much as Vel can. Like Vel's mm-hmm. more, I feel like more interesting. Yeah. Definitely Cinta's like a little more quiet. So I think yeah. Cinta could die and it could drive kind of Vel crazy or something. Hmm. Just be like obviously like a thing that could torture her like next season. And so yeah, I think that'd be and that I feel like that'd be really good, to, really entertaining to see as sad as that. I mean, I don't be like yeah. a jerk to say, but I feel like that'd be really good <laughs> to see to see Vel like in a really distressed and sad state and yeah, kind of more more committed or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we know that this show doesn't give a shit about like people dying. Like they killed all True. those rebels. Uh-huh. You know, they they and they're willing to go there. So I do think that we're gonna get we're gonna get some deaths. I do Shoot, think I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about that idea. I'm not prepared. <laughs> it's, oh. it's happening, man. Um, let me ask you this. Um do you have not necessarily a death related thing, but do you have any predictions around there? I, there's this one back burner character that I think is going to come up and stir some shit. Um, and that is Mon Mothma's husband, Heron. Ooh, that's a good do, one. Do you see any significance from him in the next episode? Um, Dude, I could definitely see him doing some shit for sure. This little weasel, bro. I know. Oh, like man. if he finds out, if he finds out what Mon Mothma's doing, I could see him just straight up telling the empire. Yeah. Like I could see him just snitching on her. And like, she does this like really terrible thing where like, she like basically offers up her daughter in exchange for like, you know, hush money. Um, And then he just like, he just like shits on the whole thing by just like going and telling the empire. Oh, by the way. uh, Yeah. My wife is uh, doing sketchy stuff. Dude, I could definitely see that. Damn, I, really I don't know do if that. that'll happen this episode. I feel like there's got to be some like there's got to be some like dramatic finale to Mon Mothma's yeah, like true storyline. And so I've been trying to like I've been trying to like chop that up in my head. Um, I do think it I, maybe it's hard to say. Maybe he just finds out that that's the kind of dramatic. We don't know what he's gonna do next season. Yeah, maybe he just finds out at this the finale and like next season she's trying to convince him not to. Or something. I don't know. That'd be. I'd be really interested to see that. Yeah, I, I, I could see that as well. Like, just like lead us into season two, knowing that like she is in like some really hot water. Yeah. Because um, he knows, and he like they're obviously not on the same page, and there's also seems to be a little bit of like a jealousy thing or like a threatening yes, thing with totally. him and the other guy. I think his name is Tay Tay Coma, who's the the banker the, or whatever the banker. Accountant. Yeah, the banker accountant guy. So there's a little bit of significance there that I think will be interesting. Um, you know, I got to ask this just because it's Disney Plus. Um, do you think we'll get any, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see any familiar faces that just show up in the finale? Um, I'm I'm still, I, I could still see Bail Organa, but as far yeah. as anything else, I don't see, because the rebellion is so unorganized right now, I feel like yeah. it wouldn't make sense yeah. for anyone else to show up. Maybe at a later time when they're more organized, I could see like Ahsoka because she was like working in the background, but just Bale. Bale's the only one I could see for sure. Like it would make sense and it wouldn't it wouldn't be like fan service that actually like work in the storyline. So I don't know. I could yeah, he's really the only one I could see showing up. Interesting. Yeah. What about I, I would, um, well, Admiral Akbar or something? <laughs> that could be interesting. Like some, one of those like more side characters. It's yeah. like 
I mean, I hope at some point we get to see like how some of these different systems decided, yeah, sure. like we're going to join the rebellion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I, th- I, I hope, I kind of hope it doesn't happen. I hope we don't really get anybody else. I hope we just like f- have the, we, we've got such good characters, you know, like, yeah. it doesn't really need anything else. Um, but I could see them maybe doing like a cliffhanger, like end, end of the episode after, after sort of the crescendo, like the, the climax of the episode, like on like the, whatever the sort of aftermath that like leaves us hanging on um, and like waiting for season two, they could like show somebody like show somebody okay. like that gets like slightly involved in some way. Um, but I mean, I just, I think it's a maybe at the end of the day, like it's, it's not totally predictable. Um, let me see. Is there any other, any other prediction questions? I don't think I have any more. I think that's, I think, I, I mean, I'm excited for the episode. I'm excited. Know, I'm excited so for stoked, the man. I'm also sad though, because like it's the season's over. I already feel like I want to rewatch the whole season though, to be honest. Yeah, I could do it easy. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool to like watch it um, like a little bit faster and knowing like where the story's going um, to get a feel for that. Oh, wait, I, I do have another question. Okay. What the hell do you think anything is going to come of Cassie and Andor's sister. Yes, I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like what like what is that about? Like I don't know what to do with that. Dude, maybe maybe she shows up at the funeral. Oh wait, I guess she doesn't have a connection to Marva, so maybe she wouldn't. Or does yeah. she? Do, do we know? I guess we don't really know anything about her. I don't I don't think we do. I I have no clue. I guess from what we know for sure Clem and Marva adopted, you know, quote unquote adopted Andor. Yeah. So yeah, I would, but like, how did, how would Marva know about Aunt Cassie and sister? So maybe just from Cassie and talking about it. And then how, how come he was like, she was like, don't look for your sister anymore. She's dead. Like, why would she say that if she doesn't, I feel like she has like some personal connection. So that's what made me mm. think that maybe she was a part of the family. Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. I still think that Luthen's assistant is very significant and could be his sister. Wow, interesting. But, I forgot but, uh, about I, that. Might be kind of a stretch, but I don't know. I I know why would they open that very the very first series, very first minute of the series, they open that open that can of worms of have you have you seen this girl? Yeah. And then so I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I, I could see something happen. That'd be cool. That'd be it cool would if be. she got brought in. Well, and the other thing that is that feels significant to me is that like all of these characters other than Mon Mothma, like none of them are in Rogue One or I don't think any of them are in Rebels or in, um, you know, the original trilogy. And so we gotta, we gotta assume that like, unless we just, we believe that they just stay behind the scenes in those events. Like a lot of these characters are going to die. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like waiting for that. Like, like, I, I feel like if, if like Andor and Bix like team up and they go out and they like, kind of like strike out together, like she's not going to survive because yeah. she's not in rogue one, you know? Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm treading lightly with like all of the, a lot of this. Cause it's like, we know that we know that like a lot of these folks are not going to last. Like definitely Luthen is going to die. Yeah. In, be, that'd be- I, I, yeah, next season I would say for sure. Yeah, I 
I saw. Did you send me that thing about the director? Which thing about the director? Maybe not. Maybe I'll just tell you. Let me know if you told me. I can't. I honestly can't remember. It was like a, it was like a meme or something. But the director of this this series is like notorious for making you think the characters are safe and then killing them off. Oh really? Like I did not example, send you that. Yeah, like an example was of what's like what was that kid's name on Aldani? We were just talking about him. Oh, Nemec. Nemec. The, yeah. everyone's talking about how Nemec like yeah Nemec escapes only to die literally later and it's like he helps them yeah. escape and you're like oh you think oh yeah he'll survive he'll be okay and then he dies like on the doctor's the operating table yeah I guess that's like notorious for this director or whatever of the series mm, he does that like, I'll tell you you like you never know when the characters are safe or when like they're gonna because like he kills them all all the time so like mm-hmm. you never like no one's safe basically is what the meme was saying oh I like that though that's fun I know isn't that interesting what if they just killed off Luthen in the finale? I know like, that'd be that'd be insane. That would be crazy. And then they're just like, yeah, the rest of the like season two is all these people trying to scramble and put together the Rebel Alliance without yeah. him. That and, would be wild. I know because like obviously like the only time that's ever been done really like a main character would be in Game of Thrones hmm. when they literally killed off like half of the main characters. And if but it really really worked. No hmm. one obviously no one saw it coming. And everyone is flipping out about it. Everyone was talking about it for like forever. And it's still today is like probably the most um, like craziest cine- cinematography, like um, unexpected moment in mm. history. It's like, it was insane. They killed off like literally half the main characters in season like three or something. It was like, and they, that, that show with like nine seasons. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, there, no one was expecting it. So that would be so crazy. If they did that, that would be nobody's safe. That I mean, all yeah, your, no one, your nobody's safe, man. Other than Cassian Andor and Mon Mothma, yeah, yeah. everybody else could die. No, Melshi, Melshi's that Melshi's Melshi that. can't die. <laughs> Saw Gare- Saw <laughs> yeah. Everybody other than those ones, Saw's Saw's uh, lieutenant, the the guy with the tubes, tubes. Yeah, uh, yeah, he can't die either. <laughs> we know that he shows up later. Um, but other than that, everybody is on the chopping block. That's that's good to it's good to remind ourselves. Well, okay. I mean, I'm stoked. Love love it. Love the episode, and excited for the finale. I don't think yeah. I have anything. I don't think I have anything left to say. I'm so excited. We got to post more stuff, dude. We got to get more involved on Instagram for sure. Our our posts are doing amazing. We got to <laughs> we got to keep it up, man. We do. We do got to keep it up. So look out for it, listeners. We're on Instagram. We're going to post stuff and um, yeah, maybe we'll hop on there and do like some reactions or something. That might might be kind of fun. Who knows? That'd be fun. But stay in touch with us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Check us out on wherever you listen to podcasts. And we love a good Apple podcast review if you have the time and if you like our podcast. Um, Other than that, we're excited to talk with you next week um, at the Andor finale. So thanks, everybody. (laughs) 